Hello, and welcome to another episode of Streaming Science, a creative student-run podcast series from the University of Nebraska-Lincoln. We bring the science directly to you. The goal of Streaming Science is to increase science literacy through interactive discussions with scientists about topics that affect your everyday life. I am your host, Chelsea Siddell, a senior in agricultural leadership, education, and communication from Abbey, Nebraska. This episode of Streaming Science is focused on women in STEM, which includes entomology. As a UNL student, I was drawn to this topic because entomology has a huge effect on the yield of our crops. I researched entomology and found that there are 1.5 million species of insects that have been identified by the end of the 20th century, and that Caitlin Chapman here at the University of Nebraska-Lincoln is a great resource for more information in this area. Joining me today is Caitlin Chapman, a PhD student at the University of Nebraska-Lincoln. She has her bachelor's in insect science and is working towards her PhD in entomology. She has actively been researching since 2014. My name is Caitlin Chapman. I'm from Papillion, Nebraska. I first got my bachelor's degree in insect science from the University of Nebraska-Lincoln, and I'm currently working on my PhD in entomology. Nice to meet you, Caitlin. Can you tell us a little bit about your current research that you're working on? So I'm currently researching kind of under this broad umbrella of host plant resistance to aphids. So essentially what that means is I'm trying to find genetics within the plant itself, so these genes in the plant that will determine or kill aphids because aphids can be a plant pest. And the reason why we look at this is because right now um, there's applications of lots and lots of pesticides and often we find in insects that they develop resistance to these pesticides. So we need new, more innovative ways to approach insect control. So I'm currently working with uh, the soybean aphid and soybean. So soybean, as you know, is planted widely in Nebraska. And what I'm looking at is how soybean plants can tolerate aphid damage. So sometimes when you get so many aphids in a field, you'll see the soybean plants dying. So what I'm doing is I'm looking at the genetics and the genes within the plant and how they can pretty much survive aphid attack. You have some really cool research that's going on, Caitlin. How long have you been working on your research and who have you been collaborating with? So I've been working on the Soybean Aphid Tolerance Project for about three years now, and I've collaborated with people like Dr. Tiffany Hang-Moss and Dr. Leah Marchi-Worley. And when I first started, we knew that this particular line of soybean had tolerance to the aphids, but we didn't know what made this soybean line different from others that didn't have the tolerance. So what we've been working on for the last three years are just looking at the expression of the genes in the plant when aphids feed on them and how they differ from other soybean plants, and kind of using that so we can apply it into a field setting where farmers can plant these soybean plants and have higher yield um, upon aphid attack. What is your take on women in science and how do you feel about being a woman scientist? I believe I'm a little fortunate in this entomology department at the university because it's a pretty even split between men and women here in the entomology department. But I know that traditionally women scientists weren't necessarily that big of a thing. Traditionally, they had their traditional roles of being stay-at-home mothers or teaching or doing things like that. But I really think that in recent years, we've kind of grown past that. I was originally inspired starting my undergraduate degree. I wasn't entirely sure what I wanted to do, if I wanted to stay on the teaching side of thing or actually go into science. But I had a wonderful advisor, Dr. Tiffany Hangmoss, and just looking at everything she's been able to accomplish really inspired me to start science. Um, About seven months ago, I had a baby, which is quite the experience itself. Um, And to be honest, it's both motivating and incredibly difficult 
to be a mother and a scientist and graduate student at the same time. It's difficult because I don't get to spend as much time with my son as much as I would like. I constantly would rather be at home because sometimes science can be very frustrating, especially in the biology field when you have to cater to when your aphids are ready or when your plants are ready. But it's also motivating me because at first I just wanted to get this degree for myself to prove that I could do it, but now I'm able to think, well, I'm going to get this degree for my son as well. And as far as women in science, I think it's very empowering simply because, you know, traditionally women weren't in science. And I think it's becoming more and more of a thing. And I think this trend should keep happening. What is your advice for anybody who wants to go into a science field? My advice for going into science is to always ask questions. That's what really is the fundamental base of science. You ask a question and then you try to find out the answer. As far as becoming a scientist, my recommendation is even elementary school, high school, when you start your undergraduate degree, just be as involved as you can. Find someone that you can look up to, can advise you, work for them, help people with their projects to really see what involves science and research. Give back to the department, go on outreaches, and really teach others because the more you teach others, even at maybe an elementary school level, the more you actually learn yourself. Thanks to our guest, Caitlin Chapman, for joining us and to all of you for tuning in. To listen to more Streaming Science podcasts, go to soundcloud.com slash streaming hyphen science. I'm your host, Chelsea Siddell, and I will see you next time.